Welcome to the Words of Heart podcast. In this episode, we dive into a topic or story pertaining to mental health. This episode is accompanied with video and audio. However you choose to listen to this episode, sit back, relax, open your hearts and minds. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. everyone. I'm your host, Dion Sanchez, and welcome to another episode of the Words of Fire podcast. Joining me in this particular episode is Hollywood Capone. Really awesome name. Thank you for joining me today, Hollywood. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Hollywood, aside from your really cool name, I'm sure there's more to you than that. If you could share with my audience a bit about yourself, that would be great. Are you still there? I'm here. I'm here. Um, any, as I was saying, I don't know, there's a weird, awkward silence. If you could tell my audience a bit about yourself, that would be great. Fabulous. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm Hollywood Capone. Uh, I consider myself an accidental author. I recently wrote and published a book called The Ashes. Uh, that is a story in and of itself. It's uh, it's about the death of my best friend. And it was something at the time I had to do because I was you know, having some difficulty dealing with that over the course of, you know, the events unfolding. And um, as that uh, as that unwound, I decided to write about it. And, and that kind of helped me get to where I am now, which is, you know, I'm author of one book and uh, and deep into writing a second. Uh, I'm also a photographer, musician, songwriter, poet, um, jack of all trades, and master of none. <laughs> awesome. So, since you consider yourself a jack of all trades, um, do you find your interest, such as photography, writing, um, any interest that you have yet to mention, do you find that um good? as far as coping mechanisms to help with the loss of your best friend or just in general? Uh, writing the book was uh, 
a double-edged sword for me. I, I, I wrote it because at the time I had to. It, it didn't start out as a book. It, it started out as a paragraph that I wrote to kind of tell myself what it is I was feeling and what I was going through. And it more or less evolved into the book that I have now. Uh, it, it started out as one uh, paragraph and then it turned into two paragraphs and it turned into a chapter. And that chapter turned into two chapters, which turned into a book. And then I recorded an audiobook version of it as well. And, and that journey helped me get through that because I got to be honest with you, at the end of that journey, I, I just wanted it all to be over and I wanted to put it behind me. And when I finally finished it and I did put it behind me, it, it, it kind of cleansed me and, and, and washed all of that off of me. I, I mean, I still miss my buddy, but you know, I'm, I'm getting up every day and I'm going to work and I'm living my life and I'm writing a second book now too. So I, I'm, I'll be eternally grateful to him for, for giving me that gift. Awesome. If you don't mind me asking, what is your second book about? <laughs> the profound emotional uh, impact of your first book. My second book is a little bit more gratuitous. It's, it's, it's a fictional story. It's about a, a group of high school, a group of high school kids that saved the world from uh, uh, evil governmental doers. And, uh, but I, I, I use characters that I've known from my youth. I, I, I use, you know, uh, composites of people I knew in high school. And I even insert myself into it a little bit here and there. And most gratuitously, I, I brought my friend Alan back to life in, in the story because I, I miss him. And he was an interesting guy and I wanted him to be around a little bit. And he's interesting to write about because I, I knew so many facets of him that, um, that writing about him it comes very easily to me because he was just so interesting and funny. Awesome. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how long ago did you lose your best friend? Uh, it happened in October 2019. Uh, I didn't start writing the book until probably that winter. And then um, I published the paperback that summer. So it was the summer of the pandemic that I published the paperback. Shortly after that, I had this brilliant idea. I wanted to record an audiobook version. I, I thought it would be a piece of cake. I thought I would record the audiobook and sell lots of copies and everything would be great. And it was more or less the opposite of that. That was that took me nine months to record that audiobook. And it was a daily grind and a slog. Uh, every day sitting in front of the computer and reading this thing because my voice, I never really liked the way my voice sounded. And I had to teach myself how to enunciate and, and how to read for, for an audience uh, that would enjoy hearing it. So that took me so long to do, um, but I'm glad I got through it. I, I learned so much by doing that, that um, I'm really looking forward to doing the next book as well. Awesome. And considering the time the book came out, um, which is the pandemic season. I know many authors who have appeared on here have ended up writing books either in the midst of the pandemic or literally right before. Um, and I'm curious, what pulled you or drawed you to release it in December, considering everything that was going on? The, I, I wanted to, well, I mean, writing it really didn't have anything to do with the pandemic. It was just something right. that I, I, I sat in front of the computer and I just started chomping it out. And the pandemic truthfully gave me a little bit more time than I, I would normally have had. Uh, you know, I was out of work for probably about six weeks or so. And I was a wedding photographer very steadily at that time. And every single wedding I had for the year, which was like 60 plus weddings, all of them were canceled. So I went from having, 
a, a reasonably comfortable cash flow to having zilch. I had to go out and find a regular job, which I did. Thankfully, I, I, I got very lucky to step into something and it was just a whole string of events that happened that, I mean, I'm not getting rich by any, you know, stretch of the imagination, but it was something that happened to me at a time that it, it couldn't have happened at a better time. And, and a byproduct of that were, was I was working, writing the book and, and just grinding it out. And I, I published it pretty much as soon as I finished it. I, I had to proofread it, um, do some cover photography types of stuff with it and artwork and whatnot. But as soon as I got all through that, um, I was eager to get it out there. Awesome. So, ah, uh, my internet. <sighs> Gotta love the joys of technology. Um, mm. <laughs> um, what I was gonna ask before the walkie likes ambiance of my laptop here. Um, what advice, um, considering this season, um, known as the pandemic and the fact that we're isolated and pretty sworn off from any loved ones or friends um, and considering what your book emphasizes, um, what advice or do you have any um, insight as to what you could share with others who are away from their friends or maybe lost a friend during this season? Do you have any advice or words to share with them to help them get through this? I mean, obviously you leaned into your book, which I truly admire, but some people aren't as gifted writers as you, I'm sure. So, well, you, you know, just like anything, you, you know, we're humans, we're social animals. Uh, we need to talk to other humans and, 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 and interact. You know, if you have a situation where you're, you know, you're, you're feeling angst or you're feeling hurt or you lose somebody and that you have that grief, that, 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 that never ending almost, um, it's almost like an emotional cancer on the inside of you. You have to get it out. And, and the only way to get that out is to talk it out and, and stay vocal and, and stay in touch with people that you know and people that you love and people that you trust. And uh, eventually it'll never go away, but it'll always get a little bit better each day. And, and as that, you know, that time progresses, at some point you'll look back and you'll realize the worst is behind you. Awesome. I'm trying to think of any other questions that I can poke into my head while our internet is stable. Um, if your best friend whom you write about in the book was here with you right now, what would you say to him? And, and perhaps it was for just one, one more day or one fleeting hour. What would you say to him? I would say, homie, welcome back, and uh, you know, let's go to El Rodeo and and get something to eat because it was uh, that was a, a big part of my relationship with him, and not just that place, but you know, other places, and and just enjoying his company. He had this he had this porch in the front of his house, right? big wraparound porch and he would sit out there some days and just watch the world go by and I would roll up to his place and I'd see him out there on his porch and when I'd get out of my car I would just you know I'd reach out to him just from right out of the car you know 100 feet from his porch like hold me and it was just kind of our greeting for each other and it 
I don't even remember when it started, but it, it started a long, long time ago. And it's, it's just always been that. And, um, and I would thank him for, for helping me work my way through this. Cause I, I wanted to write something formal, something, you know, longer length, um, for a large part of my life. Yeah, I've always written poetry, I've written songs and things like that and rock bands and, and whatever, but I've, I've struggled to write something of any substance, uh, a substantial piece, a book per se. And, um, and he gave me that, that opportunity to do that. It was, wasn't a story I wanted to write, but it was the story that I had to write. And it, it helped me get to where I am now, which is uh, I'm also writing a play. I've got a couple other partners that I'm more or less involved with, with that. Uh, I'm writing the book and on the, in the back burner in the back of my head, I've also got a picture book kind of figured out. Um, my father's a little older. And at some point I started taking pictures of him uh, at his place out in Pennsylvania as a shop and, and some older cars. So I started taking photographs around with him doing that and I've accumulated a, a good bunch. And at, at some point I'm going to write a picture book, but maybe like a little quote or a little poem for each one of the photographs and I put that out there as well. Awesome. And as a massive lover of poetry myself, I would love to see that into fruition. Um, words and pictures and just, just talking to you, I can see you have a real beautiful lens and looking at the world from a completely wonderful and inspirational perspective lights and shadows and just I truly admire you so much and I can connect to you on the best friend level a bit um I have a best friend Zandra um who I'm really close with and we have our own little language in a way and um she's still here with me not to take any disrespect from you losing your best friend in any way but I can understand the real um, closeness um, to that particular relationship. I mean, she's practically a sister to me. And um, I think either some point during the pandemic or a few months into the pandemic, um, she's got hit with COVID twice. Oh. Yeah, um, that was, um, I think the first time it was a bit more difficult for me because I, my family and I mean, COVID has affected everyone and my heart goes out to anyone who's lost a loved one during this time. Um, but it was just more devastating it felt because she is a, she's a single mother, she has a fiance, she works in a hospital and just the mere fact of losing her just tore me apart. I mean, she she's fine and COVID free as far as I know at the moment, but it was, I, I couldn't under, I definitely wouldn't have the courage to, handle losing her let alone write about her um even i again uh, i admire you for doing that because and i'm sure your friend is like laughing like man you wrote a book about me (laughs) (laughs) well i'll tell you that's that's one of the big takeaways of the book i i didn't i wrote it because you know, uh, at, at the time I, I was blindsided by it because it's not like he got sick. It happened suddenly. He fell off of a roof. Boom. And it, that was a big part of the story. So really the takeaway for me from the book and hopefully anybody that reads it um, can kind of read between the lines a little bit and, and see that the takeaway is um, that these people that are around you, the people that you love, the people that you care about, you need to tell them that as often as as you can, because the truth is tomorrow isn't guaranteed. And like the flick of a switch, everything could change tomorrow. And and you just don't know if it is or when it is. So it's important that those people that are in your lives that that you do care for, uh, it's it's important that they know. 
Absolutely. <sighs> On to the icebreaker segment of this awesome show. Um, I'm sorry, the icebreaker question. Although it may come easy to you, it seems to might come slightly easier to many authors that appear on here, but I still ask it anyhow. So if you have to come up with a title or chapter for where your life is at at this precise moment in time, what would it be? Uh, <laughs> well, I, it's it, it's easy yet it's difficult to say that. Um, uh, the okay. <laughs> the, the title would be "The Juggler in the Land of Chaos." That that would be the title because I have so many things going on right now. I'm like a juggler. I, I I've, I'm working with this rock band. I'm I'm working. I'm writing a play. I'm writing my next book. I've got so many things going on, and somehow through luck or fortune or just fortitude I, I i'm keeping a handle on all of them so far so i i think that would i think that would accurately describe where i'm at i think that's a wonderful answer and certainly not one i've heard before so thank you for sharing that this will be the part where i share my title or chapter um i'm not a gifted writer like you i mean i am a poet but that's just one small thing about me but my title or chapter for where my life is at at this precise moment would be a warrior for change um okay. i've had i've oh, had to face a lot of health issues and a myriad of problems throughout my life and it's made me all the better person for it so I feel like a warrior really symbolizes and represents who I am at this point in time and where I'm going to be at from this point forward so and you know what that's that's a that's a fantastic way of looking at it because the world's a tough place and, and if you're a warrior you've got a fighting chance against the world because it's uh, you have to have that strong kind of mentality it's uh, and i can see it in you i i uh, i applaud you for 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 doing the show and and your poetry as well and it's uh, it's just great to hear it's wonderful to hear thank you so on to my super favorite part because <laughs> it's definitely something my guest does not expect it is the icebreaker game all right. So the icebreaker game. I can make sure I have everything ready. Yes, I do. So the icebreaker game is called Song Association. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to be an avid singer. You could be a shower singer or a yodeler. Although I don't know how you can yodel any of these words. If anyone <laughs> can yodel these words in this game, please let me know because that would be awesome. However, this is how it works. I give okay. you the word. And you can either sing it, rap it, yodel it, however you choose to do so. Um, it can either be in the song title or in the lyrics. However, you have to juggle another factor into the mix, and that is time. <laughs> you have 15 seconds from the second I give you the word to either sing it, rap it, from the song title or in the lyrics it has to be an actual song you can't make it up okay and it can't be the name of an artist either i'm pretty sure some of these words are the name of artists but it can't be like faith hill or popcorn hill or the band heart it has to be yeah. an actual song in the word of the title or in the lyrics so all right 
while I still have good internet, we'll get started. So the first word is heart. The first word is heart. Okay. Um, here we go. I got 15 seconds, right? Let's see here. Okay. I always feel like somebody's watching my heart. Is that bad? That was terrible, right? Yes, and I'm fairly certain that is, I know that song, and I think heart is a part of the lyric. <laughs> always feel like somebody's watching me. I don't know the next part of that song, no, but <laughs> I, I saw what you did there. I saw what you did. It was clever, but not clever <laughs> enough. Plus, you didn't say that part either. Well, you did, but it was, it was just silly. Anyhow, the next word is words. Words. Hmm. All right. How am I going to do that one? Well, let's see. Uh, uh, oh no, I'm gonna fail here. Uh, I, I need something quick. Uh, what am I gonna do? Uh, uh, well, uh, oh no, uh, <laughs> how about uh, how about uh, uh, you give love a bad word? It's no. a bad name, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I thought I was supposed Forever. to use the word. In it. I don't think I've ever seen this done before. Implementing <laughs> the word into a known song. <laughs> that is clever and creative. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious to see how you're going to implement that creativeness into the last word. However, an answer many people have given for the second word at least is more than words by the band Extreme. So oh, okay. Because there is an actual song called that. But of course, you opted for a slightly different route. So the last <laughs> word is, maybe I should change it since you are changing up the game. But I'll be nice. The last word is scream. The last word is scream. Okay, uh, this is a song from a metal band from the 80s, so you might not know it, but here it goes. Uh, screaming, screaming for vengeance. I love and I love and I love. That's the best I got. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I'll give you, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> like the other two, which you just uh, did a completely different version of the song with the words. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you hollywood for indulging me in my fun little game you definitely changed it up which i did not anticipate because <laughs> you gave actual songs you just changed the words in the actual song <laughs> so i may have to add that to the little rules but either way that was so much fun Thank you. We can change up a million songs. We can change Achy Breaky to Achy Breaky Scream. Because <laughs> 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 that heart is in the song. But unfortunately, <laughs> we're at the end of this awesome conversation. 
Um, if you could tell my listeners how to get in contact with you, is your book going to be a movie on the moon? <laughs> Give us <laughs> a nice scoop as to Maybe. how my audience can get in touch with you. Perfect. Uh, the book is on Amazon. Uh, it's available in paperback or an audiobook on uh, on Audible. It's in fact it's called it's called The Ashes. Which way do I go? Oh, this way. Yeah. The Ashes, and and that's me on the back right there. And then um, I can be found on Instagram as Hollywood Capone, and also on Facebook as Bill Capone, and um, and Linktree too. I'm on. Uh, I have my Linktree. Uh, I don't know if I could send you the link or send the link out there, but if anybody is interested in reaching me, uh, they can always find me on Insta, Hollywood Capone. Awesome. Well, thank you, Hollywood. I I love her name. I love it. It's just so cool. Um, Thank you for this awesome conversation. And I truly, truly, truly admire you for being so open and willingness to speak about your best friend who is probably laughing from the sky as we speak. So I'm sure of it. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's been fun. And I, and I enjoyed the game too. It was great. <laughs> no problem. Um, to all my listeners, thank you for joining us on this latest episode of the Words of Heart podcast. Again, thank you for joining me, Hollywood Capone. If you enjoyed this episode, if it gave you a chuckle, if it made you want to hug your own best friend, feel free to let me know on the following platforms. You can find us on Facebook at the Words of Heart podcast. We are also on YouTube under the same name and wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple, Spotify, and Google. You can now leave reviews on Spotify as well. So if you want to let people know how much you enjoy this episode, feel free to do so. So again, stay healthy, stay safe. At the end of the day, no one should have to go through anything alone. And if you figure out a way to listen to this on the moon, let me know as well, because I still want to make that possible. (laughs) Either way, stay healthy, stay safe, and until next time.